Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast. Making complex programming simple and fast. With everything from career advice to philosophy. John Summers will show you everything you need. It's the Simple Hey, what's up? John Sonimus here. Just want to take a moment to tell you about an awesome sponsor we have at Simple Programmer, which is Hire.com. I'm sure you know how frustrating it can be to search for a new job. Pushy recruiters trying to recruit you for jobs you have no interest in, jobs you apply for but you never hear from again, and worst of all, going through a whole interview process only to get a ridiculously lowball offer. Well, Hired.com has solved these problems. Hired flips job searching on its head. It actually puts you in control of the job search by letting you fill out one simple application and then having employers actually apply to hire you. How cool is that? You also get access to your own career coach to help you get your next job. Hired has access to over 4,000 employers with big names like Facebook. Plus, your profile is automatically hidden from current and past employers. Oh, and they pay you to get a job. Anyway, as a Simple Programmer listener, if you use the link Hired.com slash Simple Programmer, you can get double the normal $1,000 hiring bonus and get $2,000 when you find your next job on Hired. Just go to Hired.com slash Simple Programmer to get started. Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast, a short mix of career advice, philosophy, and soft skills from successful author and software developer, John Sonmez. Hey, what's up? John Sonmez from simpleprogrammer.com. So I got a question from one of my favorite question askers, which is basically how many hours should salaried employees work? And I'll, I'll talk about this in, in terms of, you know, we could talk about it in terms of software development field, but it doesn't really matter because I think that this really is just a, kind of a universal concept for, for those of you, even those of you that aren't software developers out there that are, are curious about this and my opinion on it. So here's what, you know, one of the things that I always talk about, in fact, you know, <laughs> I, I, I talked about this a lot where I got pissed off at Joel Spolsky. You can check out the video about him talking about about basically you, you can't do anything in your free time because your employers will own your work and, and stuff like that. But one thing I talk about a lot is this idea that that you want to you want to earn your freedom, right? And I think I did a video on on on, on what freedom is, or or basically like you know how to unmortgage your life. I think I, that might have been what I called it. Anyway. What I believe is that, in general, right, you can kind of view life as you you sort of have this upkeep cost. If you've ever played like a resource management game, like if you've played Magic: The Gathering, or if you've played World of Warcraft, or you know the, the Warcraft, not World of Warcraft, Warcraft, or Starcraft, or one of those kind of resource management games, you have an upkeep cost. So every day when you wake up, like it's you you have a cost. There there's a cost for you to live. There's a cost for you to eat. Right. There's a cost for you to stay warm. And and it's it's a, ne- a negative value. And so you're kind of born into slavery to some degree, right? Because you have to pay that upkeep cost. You didn't ask to have that upkeep cost, but in order to live here on this planet it and to survive you gotta you gotta get that and the only way you're gonna get that is that you have to work for it and, and typically you have to work for someone else someone else has to give you the, you know the money that you need to pay that upkeep cost and so you're sort of born into life with a mortgage right 
And one of the biggest goals I think in life is becoming financially free, which is to pay off that mortgage, to get to the point where you have some amount of income that's, that's passive that actually pays that mortgage. Because once you have that point in life, you're actually free. You can actually kind of do whatever you want. You, you know, you could just live your life. And, and and that doesn't mean that you don't work. It doesn't mean that you don't do anything productive. It just means that you get to make that choice because you no longer have to pay the debt of, of, of the day-to-day -day upkeep costs in your life. So why do I say that about, about this idea of how many hours your salaried employees work? Well, it's because this idea that I have that I sort of try to try to tell people is that you should work as few hours as possible for your employer, right? And and give yourself as many hours as possible. Now, as an employer, I know that this this seems kind of weird. Like, why would you say this, John? And you know, would your would you want your employees to do this? Well, well, here's the thing. If if I'm paying you an hourly rate, right, to do something, I want you to work whatever hours, I want you to bill me honestly for the hours that you worked. I don't want you to work more hours, or I, I don't want you to to either work more hours and not bill me, that's, that's not right, right? I mean, if you do that, I'm not gonna complain, but I, I don't want you to work less hours and then and then bill me for more hours. That's that's ripping me off, right? So if we have that kind of arrangement, it's hour for hour. But but even then, right, you should be taking whatever time that you have left and and you know, you, you maybe you work forty hours and then you work ten hours for yourself every week or, or something like that and you, you build something on your own that, that's gonna gonna benefit you to be able to because the more time you spend working for someone else, the less time that you're gonna have to generate some kind of passive income for, for yourself. You know, now you might need the money and that can help you to generate passive income and you can use that to invest to generate passive income. I did that. So there, it's totally fine to work for someone else, but you, you just don't want to give over your entire life to that. And so that's where it comes down to. Now let's say that you're a salaried employee. So if you're a salaried employee, typically the way that it works, like the, the, the idea behind being a salaried employee is that I'm going to pay you X amount of dollars, salary maybe per month or per year for you to work an, an expected X amount of hours, right? It's, there's a, there has to be an agreement on what, what it is, right? Because otherwise it's, it's a huge difference, right? Because if I tell you I'm gonna give you a job that pays $60,000 a year, let's say $80,000 a year, okay? And you're kind of expected to work the regular nine to five, 40 hours a week, okay? There's a huge difference in how much money I'm paying you between that and if I say I'm gonna give you a job that makes $80,000, I'm gonna pay $80,000 a year and I'm expecting you to work 60 hour weeks or worse yet, 80 hours a week. If I expect you to work 80 hours a week, it's like you're getting paid half as much. It's like you're really getting paid $40,000, like you have two $40,000 a year jobs, right? So. You have to know what this is upfront and what that expectation is. And, you know, in, in general, like I, when I would accept jobs, I would say that I am, you know, I, I'd even, I've been talking about it in the agreement, like a salary job, what's my expected hours? And you can ask, like, what, what do you expect me to work? And you can negotiate that part because that should be part of the deal upfront. And, and you should try to get that in writing if you can, because most employers are going to say, well, standard working hours. You, you can, I mean, you can twist this around, right? This is what I would recommend is that you're smart enough to say, 
to not say, well, I'm only working 40 hours a week. Instead to say, what are my expected working hours, right? So, so that you're kind of asking the question of what, what hours do you expect me to work, right? And then if they turn around and say, well, nine to five, Monday through Friday, that's your working hours. Okay, now we've got a deal because now we're making a contract and we're saying, okay, you're agreeing to pay me X amount of dollars per month or per year in order for me to work these specified hours. And doesn't mean that you don't ever work overtime or work extra hours. You know, I've certainly put it, put in time, but that's that's what the deal is. And if they say no, no, here's the deal is we expect you to work 9 to 5 Monday through Friday and then also, you know, 4 to 8 hours every Saturday and Sunday, then you can negotiate that up front. You can either negotiate for more pay or you can say, "No, uh, that's not for me. I'm I'm working my 40 hours, right? And and that's that's what I'm doing." So Really, you know, how many hours should a salaried employee work? In my opinion, you should be trying, if you're a salaried employee, to work 40, right? You should be trying to get that agreement in place. Now, there are some exceptions. Like I said, once in a while, you know, releases coming out. Like, you got to be smart. Like, you, you want to do what's best for the company. I always believe that that's, that's true as well. And maybe a startup would, would have a little bit of a different mentality. But in general, what, what's most advantageous to you as an employee is to try and enforce that. And I've been at workplaces where people have basically, uh, you know, asked me to work more than 40 hours and I've said, no, I, I work 40 hours. This is what I do is I work 40 hours a week and, you know, I'm not going to come in and I'm not going to stay overtime. If something absolutely needs to get done and it's an, an exceptional circumstance, I will do that. But I get my work done. I do more work than most people do in the 60 hours that they stay here. And and that's what, what I'm, I'm willing to do. And if I have to look for another job, I'm, I'm, I'm going to look for another job. But, you know, uh, it, and, and my work has always spoken for itself. And I've never been fired for that. I've never, there's been, I've been at work environments where people are putting in ridiculous amounts of hours. And guess what? At the end of the day, I get paid the same. And I'm also not interested in climbing up the corporate ladder if it involves working 60, 70 hours weeks because what is the point right every hour that you work more as a salaried employee than what the minimum is again not, not you should do a good job when you're there but every hour that you pay more it reduces your overall compensation rate the, the amount of money that you're making per hour which doesn't make sense to me and if you're going to do that for a long long time in order to climb up there it would be better to take all those extra hours i mean if you're going to if you're thinking about between working 40 hours a week and 60 hours a week and kind of brown nosing your way to the top by by working all these extra hours why not work the 40 hours a week, not get the promotions, not, you know, climb up the quote corporate ladder, but instead take those 20 hours a week and build a side project, build something for yourself, right? Start building your own company or building passive income with that. There's multiple ways to do it. If you're interested, check out my playlist on real estate investment. And I have a course on real estate investment that you can you can look into. That's how I built up a huge amount, you know, ten thousand dollars a month worth of passive income. Uh, you know, I'm not going to get into that now, but but you should be using those hours as much as you can to to benefit you. Again, being an employer myself, I'm not saying you know don't don't misunderstand me here. I'm not saying cheat your employers. Okay, if you're working hourly, 
you bill for the hours that you work and you give it your all during that time. The same thing if you're working as a salaried employee. If you're working as a salaried employee, if you're, you know, if you're taking my advice and you're only going to be there 40 hours a week, work your damn hardest that 40 hours a week. Don't goof off. Don't be checking email and, and, and doing all kinds of other stuff during that time. You know, work that time and actually put in that, that, that effort and make it so that your 40 hours is better than most people's 60 or 70 hour weeks. If you do that, you're not going to draw bad attention to yourself and then invest that time right I mean it's not just I'm not just telling you this so that you can be lazy right I, I you should be working 60 hours a week but you should be taking the other 20 hours or maybe 50 you know whatever the, depending on your goals in life but you should be taking as much time as possible to, for yourself to be able to build your own freedom because you, once you get to that point where you're free where you've paid off that mortgage that you owe in your life then you have you know, a, a lot more ability to do what you want in life and you're no longer a slave you're no longer owned by someone else right and, and and that's key and that and that can be done it can be it can be achieved if you want to achieve that goal so it, one other piece that I'll, I'll tell you here is that you, you you're going to have a lot more joy i think a lot more fulfillment in life you're going to have a much more pleasant life at least in my opinion if you were making forty thousand dollars a year out of passive income for yourself with no boss right as, as passively as, as possible right then you would making two hundred thousand dollars a year working for someone else working 60 hour weeks I'd, I'd much rather be in that position and you know some of you are like oh i couldn't live off of forty thousand dollars a year yeah, you could. You could. You might have to move, right? You might have to cut down on some things, but you, you, a lot of people make the mistake. I'll probably do a separate video on this of of thinking that their passive income needs to replace their their full-time income. It's not. What you're the, the point when you're free is when your passive income is equal to your expenses right and so what you have to do is you have to lower your expenses as much as possible and then that passive income will be able to 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 compensate for that and then you'll have your time back and once you have your time back you can invest that time and you can actually make a lot more money so that's my thoughts on that if you're a full-time employee then you got to figure out how you can get down those hours as much as possible because what is the agreement what what have you agreed to actually work is it is it 40 hours that's the standard and just be smart about figuring out how to get that information because because you have to have it right there's no such thing as a contract that doesn't specify the terms of the contract and so it, it can't be open-ended a lot of employers think oh well I just own this person no you don't own this person right and, and as an from an employer perspective if you're gonna hire someone as a employee you need to have an expectation of how many hours you expect them to work and it probably should be about 40 it probably shouldn't be much more than that because you're not going to get you're not going to you're going to get diminishing returns past that so make that clear up front make that clear of what the expectation is because that's we should all be operating in, in agreement right when you have problems where there's miscommunication and you don't know what you're being paid for or why and you don't know what you're paying for then then you have a big issue that's my thoughts on that if you like this video go ahead and click that subscribe button below and you'll get i do about two to three videos a day on all kinds of topics from career advice to personal development and life advice click that big subscribe button to become part of the simple programmer community i'll talk to you next time take care
Hey, what's up? John here. Just wanted to make sure you aren't missing out. Only about half the content I put out is on this podcast. This podcast is created mostly from the audio from the YouTube videos I put out daily. When you get a chance, head on over to youtube.com forward slash simple programmer and click the subscribe button to get access to two to three new videos every day. Even if you prefer the audio format, make sure you subscribe at youtube.com forward slash simple programmer so you can check out what you might be missing.